Now, since you pressed the button, I feel like you should say. And we're live. No, no. No, should I come up with my own thing? Yeah, you can't steal stuff from me. I'm gonna steal it. It's not stealing. It's stealing. It's appropriating. (laughs) (laughs) It's embracing. Uh, Embracing. Yeah. Here we go again. Here you go again. There There you go. There you go. Um, Yeah. So here we go again. And we are live. <laughs> what are we doing today? What are we talking about, sir? Uh, what a fun conversation with Betty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's a trip. I love it. Uh, if you don't know Betty's story and who doesn't by now, if you're in our world, uh, <laughs> Betty. If you are on social media, yeah. you know who Betty is. Betty just got her black belt uh, at Worlds uh, on the podium after winning a gold medal. And uh, Betty is. Um, at age of 65. 65 years old. So there's hope for. You. A lot of us. Some of us, some of them. I don't know. Uh, and she spent four years of blue belt, so we have that in common too. <laughs> there, you go, uh, there you go, common things. Yeah, but I think you know what what we talked about a lot with Betty was that um, you know because she, she didn't start until she was fifty four, fifty four, and um, she had no problems telling people. She was able to put her ego aside and say, "Hey, this is." this is me. This is what I can do. This is what I can't do. Um, you know, and, and I need you to respect that. And, but she also talked about how, um, she needed to modify and use the tools that she had for herself Mm -hmm. in order to keep progressing. Um, you know, she couldn't, she, she mentioned many times about her hips. So there was a lot of things that she can't do and she had to figure out a way to make things work for her. And she did that. She used the tools that, that she, she had to achieve um, what she wanted to. Yeah. Important part of jujitsu. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even, even I think if you remove the age factor, mm-hmm. we all have tools, you know, we all have things that we use to accomplish our goals. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even talking about physical tools. I'm not even talking about, you know, hand strength, all that. But I'm even talking about the mentals do you have, tools we have. We learn different ways. We comprehend things different way. We process things different way. We are all individual people. And I think that's that's what really makes jujitsu beautiful, that interpretation of jujitsu could be very different between different people. But understanding how you learned and understanding how you can execute things mm-hmm. effectively and efficiently really that's what changes the um changes your outcome essentially your success yeah. you know or the route to the success you know and 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 um you often hear about um statements being made try to replicate somebody who's similar to you versus learning from you know so and so right that that's that's really big import, important really Really important. I'm stumbling today. It's right. really important. That's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Well, still foreign. Yeah. Um, Use the tools you have to get through this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they are. <laughs> then I should remain silent. <laughs> Why is a foreign guy doing podcasts? That, uh, you know, <laughs> that question has been posed. They, they should ask a black and belt. And yet, and yet that not answered. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we all have different tools, right? Physical, mental, 
Um, we have attributes that really could benefit us, and we have things that we don't do well or that don't work for us. And really identifying these things is really important to our success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And you know, every like you said, everybody learns differently. I and I think and processes things differently too, uh, and and teaches differently or explains things differently. I notice oftentimes you and I'll be arguing about the exact same thing. We don't argue. Yeah. You and, say things and then. Right. So you'll, I'm talking on the mat, you'll show me something and you'll explain it um, verbally as well as physically. Um, but the way I would do that is a lot of times in reverse. You know, I, I work through it backwards maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just the way I do things. And, and you'll look, you'll look at me like I'm crazy when I explain it to you. But then after it sinks in for a couple of seconds, you're like, oh, yeah, he is actually saying kind of the same thing I am, just in a different way. Hold on. Well, did you just say that I agree with you, that you are yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. How did it this happens. turn against it, me? It happens. It happens. Um, Margaret, <laughs> Margaret from time to time says I'm right, too. It's hard to get you guys to, to admit it. But I need it to happens. get a Margaret on the show. You should. She'll <laughs> never do it. But, um, but just the other day, you know, she was saying how she could admit she's wrong very much like you. And I said, yeah, you can admit when you're wrong, but you can never admit when I'm right. And that's, that's the key, right? You have to admit when the other person I'd is like correct. I like more and more. Uh-huh. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, physical, mental, all those things that you have, um, you know, you can even go into like financial. If you can only afford a program X at your academy that only allows you to go twice a week, you know, that's the tool that you have. That's all you can afford at this moment or, or mm-hmm. you know what have you um so i think it's it's recognizing them and then making the best out of them you know yeah and and you know but is it fair that some people have different attributes and other people don't and you know, some people have other abilities and other tools yeah. at their disposal uh life's not fair um but i mean and at the same time you can't say um that doesn't mean that because life isn't fair, people have the right to take things away from you. It just means that this is the card you've been dealt and you've got to play with these cards. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody starts detracting from you, that's a different story. Um, so yeah, life is hard. Life isn't fair. Um, you know, Betty's mental state played a lot. Uh, I think that's probably her greatest tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a highly educated person. And I think that plays a lot into it as well. Um, how do you understand which tools do you have? How one can determine what is going to bring me more benefits than, than not? Um, probably trying to correct your mistakes. I would think maybe which ways work for you, which ways don't, um, putting your ego aside and thinking, you know, um, you're 47, 48 years old. You're not going to have the tools that you had, right? Your tools change over time. You're not going to have the same tools that you had when you were, what did I say, 47? That when you were 27, just things are different now. So you have to accept that. You have to be accepting of what you have and what you don't have. Um, and then probably utilizing those to the best of your ability, um, asking for help, asking for advice, uh, talking to people who have gone through similar circumstances to figure out what um, attributes that you have now that are going to be beneficial for you. What's one of the biggest changes that you've seen as far as your tools are concerned in jiu-jitsu? Um, 
probably recovery. You know, I'm not, I'm no physical specimen. I've never been in the greatest shape. And, but I've also, I, as I was younger, I was able to recover quicker. Uh, and this is pre jujitsu. You know, I did Kung Fu. I did uh, Taekwondo and Hapkido. Um, and then just all other activities that I would do. Uh, I would be able to recover really quickly. So it was like, and I almost could use it as an excuse is like, Oh, I don't have to be in the best shape because I'll be fine. But now at my age, it's like, no, I got to recovery's hard. It takes its toll. Um, you know, I get up out of a chair and it hurts <laughs> and not, getting up out of a chair hurts. That didn't happen 20 years ago. It didn't happen 10 years ago. Um, so I, you know, uh, I've been going on here for a second. I don't remember exactly what you were asking, but you know, they, so the, the, the recovery part of my life is probably the biggest thing that has changed out of the tool set that I have for jujitsu. Mm. And how, what adjustments have you made to uh, compensate for that change? Training smarter. What is, and you know, you're going to ask me what that means. I think it means, um, I wasn't about to ask. No. That. Okay. You were a liar. Uh, but I, I mean, who I'm training with, when I'm training, when I'm going hard or not, um, taking time off, you know, you have to figure all that stuff out, your schedule and stuff to make sure that you can uh, keep going, right? Longevity. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's the important part. Listen, as I think as jujitsu, as you're starting or continue going through your jujitsu journey, Wherever you are in it, you're going to see changes happening. One, that moving target of jiu-jitsu continue evolving. Mm -hmm. That's one component of all of this. But second one is our bodies change. We age. There is a wear and tear. We get smarter as far as jiu-jitsu. We, we, we gain more knowledge, mm -hmm. right? So all there's a lot of moving parts in all of this. And as we continue progressing, it's important to identify the tools that we have, you know, how, how are you responding physically? You know, are you warming up? That's a big one. Are you cooling down? Yeah. Are you stretching? Are you, you know, Hey, listen, I just got these two burgers right before the training. I mean, <laughs> hey, I heard that before laugh as much yeah. as you want, but I, uh, I, I you know, like, it, you know, all this has an impact, you know, and you can determine whether that's good or bad for you. But the, the point is, Everything we do has a has a consequence behind it, and it's going to have an impact on your performance. Um, and nobody says that we are all athletes, and nobody says that we should be acting like we are. But identifying the tools that we have is really, really important. You know, um, maybe speeding things up and pushing yourself is something that you want to do. Maybe slowing down and focusing on a more technical approach is something you want to do. You know, maybe spending more time on education, meaning videos or seminars or private lessons, things of that nature is something that you want to take on. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, you know, maybe being part of larger time on the mat from a sparring perspective is something that you needed. The point is identifying these points is really going to bring you to the success. It's going to bring you smoother and faster to the success point that you that you are seeking. Um you know, and how we identify this, I think talking to, to your instructors, I mean, that, that's, that's a big one. You know, that's why they are there. They're, they're supposed to help you. Yeah. Developing some of these plans with your instructor. How do I get there? What is your goal? You know, and, and, and what, what mechanics we can use to get to that goal. 
um, you know, with some milestones and, and some trackable systems, mm-hmm. you know, to really bring you up to, to the success that you can, that you can be really satisfied with. I mean, that's the important part. Yeah, I think so. And I think you don't, that doesn't mean abandon the things you're not good at. Um, you still have to work on those, but I think it's like supplementing, um, the things, the tools you don't have anymore. If we're going to stay on this, like this progression and we're older, um, supplement those tools that you don't have anymore with something else. Well, I'm not talking about, I don't know something and I shouldn't use it. What I, what I'm talking about is how do I learn more with what I have? You right. see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. And, and I, I, if you're in yeah. your 60s, you know, maybe you cannot go six, 10-minute rounds, mm-hmm. okay? So you need to find a different way right. of substituting that so you continue progressing. Absolutely, yeah, okay? that's maybe, exactly what I'm talking may, about. Maybe your schedule is so demanding with your career that you cannot be at the academy more than three times a week. And that's fine, but find a way to maximize the tool that you have. So you have three times a week. Right. Maximize that to, to, to the max. Cap it. Right. right. And use that to the best ability you have. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe, maybe you know, it, it, I don't know what would be other examples, but maybe you're looking to lose weight. That's a very common one. Right. So figure out how right. you can use jujitsu to lose weight to be where you want to be. Right, you know, and I mean, vice versa. I mean, if you want to be better at jujitsu and you have a weight issue, well, figure out your diet, you know, or fi- figure out how you that's eat. That's a good point. In order to help you progress on the mat, you know. Um, Essentially, I think what we're both trying to say is don't be hopeful and without any plan. Right. Really, be strategic about it. Yeah. Put and- put some 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 logic behind what is happening around you. Don't just show up and hope for the best. Yeah. Put put some strategy behind yeah. it and really you know, make it useful. And yeah, and I think people often say, you know, just keep showing up. There's like that cliche, how mm-hmm. do I get good or what, you know, how do I get my black belt? Show up. Well, yeah, you do show up, but you also have to have a plan for every time you show up. And if you can only show up twice a week or you can show up six times a week, that's great, but have a plan for both because some people who do come every day don't progress, you know? Um so when you do show up on those days, make sure you know what your what your goals are, what your intentions are, uh, and stick you know, to it. You you bring a good point. I mean, I've seen people who train literally every single day, and their progression is slower than the people who train twice a week. And it's not because they don't show up; it's because they're, they're strategically maximizing their time, and they're putting a lot of effort into this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it can. So, it could be anything. They could be. They could be socializing when they're here or they could be spreading themselves too thin. They're jumping all over that. Oh, and burning mat. out. We didn't even talk about yeah, that. Or I burning mean, out. Burnout yeah. is a very common, right? Mm-hmm. It's you just spend too much time on the mat and you just don't want to be there anymore. And that's, you know, yeah. that's the last thing that you want it to happen. So be smart about it. That That's, that, that's, that's the bottom line. Be mm-hmm. really smart about your training. You can really benefit from it and, and life can be really wonderful with jujitsu. So, so what's the number one tool people should work on though? The number one. It's got to be the mindset, right? That's a, that's a tough one. Hold on. Let me think about it. The number one tool that people should work on or evaluate, um, I, I, I think, oh, man, I have few, 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 few. <laughs> this is hard. This is hard. I, 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 I think for me it would be setting goals, and, and it's the hardest one, I think. 
it's because the jujitsu is so difficult to measure. Mm-hmm. You know, without goal, we get discouraged. Without goal, we don't see progress. Without goal, we feel we we feel that we're hitting plateaus. Without goal, we think that other people passing us. You know, and like all that kind of focuses all around that, and, and it kind of bleeds into what you are saying that 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 um, mental mental stimulation. But if you can set some kind of tracking with your jujitsu. Whether it's amount of time you're on the mat, you know, amount of time you come to the academy, amount of time you pass the guard, or amount of time you sweep somebody, whatever it is, if you create some kind of trackability with your training, it makes it much easier to continue showing up, you know, continue moving forward, continue grinding, continue just, just, just be there, you know, whatever the obstacles are, just, just, just show up, just be there, be there. All right. Uh, Before we go. You've got something very, very exciting going on. I very exciting. You got something that's exciting, and then something that's very exciting. Well, right. it sounds like inter- you, you're, you're more excited about this than well, I am. So why don't you tell? Which one? Let's about? start with the exciting one. What are you talking about? Ask a black belt. Oh, ask a black belt. Yeah, yeah. Dropping some questions. That's it's a good one. This, this thing is growing faster than I anticipated. <laughs> nobody's going to listen to this. It's on all podcast platforms. It's another podcast separate from this. But um, you know, go go download, subscribe, whatever whatever button there is, <laughs> press it. Um, you know, comment questions as far as jujitsu is concerned. Um, it release at this point three times a week: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Cool. New episode comes up. There's there's tons of them pre-recorded already, and I continue recording them. So that's gonna they're gonna keep yep. popping up. There's a lot of it in the past, a lot of it in the future continues going. Um, and the know, questions. If you want to ask you me through Instagram, yeah, just ask me. You know, drop me a DM um, on Instagram, uh, Rojinski BJJ, and um, you know, if there are any, I will I will answer them, and um, you know, hopefully it can help you know you or whoever is listening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I got a direct pipeline for my got, questions. Yeah. yeah, I don't <laughs> have to. Direct pipeline. <laughs> direct uh, pipeline. And then now the very very exciting thing. Oh, BJJ fanatics! BJJ you know, fanatics. it was such a unique experience. I think. Few weeks back, you know, I had the opportunity to work with BJJ Panatic guys. You know, we recorded a sit up guard, Gravity's Your Friend, um, uh, about two hours plus of material for, you know, sweeping from a sit up guard position. If that's if that's your jam, take a look at it, go get you some jujitsu. Um, you know, and I got this cool mug here. They hooked, yeah. they hooked me up. My coffee is. In the He's BJJ, got a BJJ fanatic Yeti mug. Mug. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, go 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 check it out. I mean, that's all I ask. Um, you know, there's a lot of tons of different DVDs or instructionals. Not only mine at this point, hundreds probably. So go check it out. Um, you know, if you like to dip into spy, um, spider guard, if you like to dip into sit up guard, I do believe there is. It is one or two sit-up guard instructionals there. Yeah. So it's really not much not on that lot. on that foot on that material. Um. So you know, go get you some. Yep. Check it out. We done. <laughs> <laughs> you are All in charge right. of the button. All right. So. Then I guess we're All done. Right. Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.